you know, it's always a process. Director of the Shawnee County Parks and Recreation Department, Tim Laurent, recently won an award for his work with the department. He stopped by to talk about his award, but also what the department has done during his time here. What was the process of creating the Family Park Master Plan like? What is happening next with Gage Park, and how does he think the department is doing with park service overall? We touch on all that and more. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm not sure what time you're listening to me right now. I'm just glad that you are. My name is Blaze Mesa, and this is the news from our city. Hello, Kansas. Thank you very much. Hello, Kansas. From the steps of City Hall. Let's move forward together. Let's move forward in unity. To the county commissioners. This outbreak is running ahead of us. We've got your local government news right here. Motion carries 3-0. Next item. I have Shawnee County Parks and Recreation Director Tim Laron in studio with me here. Tim, thanks for stopping by. Part of the reason you're here today is because you had recently uh, won an award for your work with Shawnee County. And while I'm slightly interested in the award, I'm a little more interested in what Parks and Recreation has done that got you nominated for the award. But I figure I can give you a, a little bit of time here in the beginning. What exactly was the award you won? What was the process of all that? I think it was awarded a, a week or two ago by the commissioners. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to receive the Distinguished Professional Award from Kansas Recreation and Parks Association. Um, and they give it out annually, and it, it's uh, to, to different uh, professionals across the state who they think have done uh, things to warrant that, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I feel good about receiving it, and it's an honor. I've watched a, a lot of people that I really respect over the years get that award, so it feels nice to be included in that group. So then let's touch on uh, things that got you that award. I think they had touched on some just improvements made to the parks. And I know there are a bunch of parks and a bunch of things done, but are there any things that you think really kind of you want to talk about? Any major improvements the Parks and Recreation Department has made in your time here? Right. Well, you mentioned that we have a lot of parks. I just want to state off the top that we have 109 parks. So we've got a pretty expansive system here in Shawnee County in Topeka. So uh, since I, I, I started here in January of 2019, I became director, I believe, in July of that year. And since that time, uh, we've made improvements to uh, 21 parks. Uh, we have uh, 11 different parks earmarked this year for additional improvements. And so those improvements could be new playground equipment, uh, which we did in and actually, um, well, it was 11 parks last year. We put brand new playground equipment in. But it's also things like fixing broken concrete sidewalks, uh, adding trails, adding park amenities, benches, uh, barbecues, uh, just all those types of things. So, uh, yes, we made a lot of improvements. And I think the, probably the highlight of that was Hillcrest uh, Community Center. So we made a lot of improvements to the park, and then we renovated Hillcrest Community Center. And uh, I think we spent all told, and some of this happened before I arrived, but close to $1 million on that project. So. Uh, on just Hillcrest, the $1 million? Because if, if I'm trying to remember that correctly, there was, well, I think the whole place got an update, but I think there's computer labs in different spots, this, yeah, that, and the we, other. It's a brand new entryway. I mean, we, we, we put a hole right in the front of it and created a new entryway. We replaced the facade uh, in the front of the building. Uh, we put it, yeah, there was a computer lab there. We expanded it. 
um, completely redid the the lobby. We we got some donations and some in kind gifts to do a little bit more in the gym. We painted it. Uh, uh, worked with uh, Kansas State Athletics and they and uh, and Stormont Vale was part of that group and they they gave us some additional funds to do some additional work and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's, a, it's been a real community effort I guess is what I'm trying to say and, and uh, we're real proud of it. And I know there's multiple community centers throughout the Topeka area. Are there any upcoming improvements that people should be on the lookout for? Next on our list is uh, the Oakland Community Center in Oakland Billard Park, Billard Park. So I think we're still a couple of years away from getting started on that particular center but it, it will be part of my my CIP, my capital improvement plan for uh, 2022, and we're uh, yeah we're excited to to shift our attention to Oakland. And perhaps this is something I'm just noticing, but when we're talking about improvements. I feel like trail improvements and just increased connectivity of parks, so you can go from one park, take a trail to another park. I feel like that's come up a lot more. Am I characterizing that correctly? Is there a bigger push to get trails and all that? Well, you know, I wasn't here when we did this, but we did a master plan back in 2014. And trails were, was the number one amenity that people wanted to see. So I think this has been brewing for a while, but you're right. I mean, trails are, are very popular, not just in Topeka, but across the nation. Cause I think this is, the Deer Creek Trail expansion is going to make everything kind of a full loop. Am I, so you can go from one park and just kind of keep going when that's done. You're absolutely right. You're right. You, you, you'll be able to get on over in, in West Topeka um, and drive all, or drive. You know, we don't want you driving on the trails, but you can bike or walk on the trails all the way across town. You can visit seven different parks on your way. And, and ultimately when we're done, you'll end up at Lake Shawnee where you can uh, hop on the trails there and, and circle the entire lake. And a, a quick update on that project. I, I know there was grant funding involved, this, that, and the other. Has construction officially started on that? I, I think it's supposed to be done maybe sometime next year, but I could be wrong. We have uh, we have turned that over now to KDOT, so our part is done. Uh, KDOT is working with the uh, contractor, which is Bettis Asphalt, and they'll be the trail won't be asphalt, it'll be concrete, but Bettis is, uh, uh, they'll take it from here, and then, yeah, I think you're right on your timeline. We, we hope to see some progress and see some things starting here relatively soon. Mm-hmm. And then when we're talking about going to seven different parks and, and kind of going to all these places, I feel like I kind of want to touch on the Great Overland Station and the Weir, some of the improvements that were, or I guess some of the ribbon cuttings that happened a week or two ago. Um, I, I know we covered that before, and I feel like you've touched on it a good amount, but it, just kind of in case someone had missed it, what's going on with the Great Overland Station and the River Weir? Well, um, you know, we're, we, we did take over, uh, I guess, ownership of the Great Overland Station about a year ago. Um, it's a fabulous facility. It's a beautiful facility. If I encourage people to come by and take a look at it if they've never been there. Uh, we're doing, we've, we've, we've gone in and done some, some uh, much-needed maintenance. Uh, we'll, we'll do reservations there. We'll have special events. We'll have our own programs. But I think the Great Overland Station, in my mind anyway, is just one piece of what will ultimately be riverfront park development on both sides of the river. But um, I think it was important for, you know, I think Great Overland Station will be sort of a, you know, I, I called it a Topeka landmark the other day when we had the ribbon cutting, and I believe that's what it is. So I think 
it uh, will play an important role as we move forward with that development. And when we're talking about just riverfront development in general, I know a riverfront park is part of the city of Topeka's downtown master plan, or at least it was something proposed. But I also know the city of Topeka, they don't have a parks and recreation department. They work through Shawnee County Parks and Recreation to do everything. And even when doing some of these candidate candidate interviews for the upcoming local election, parks gets mentioned a lot. People want to fix up the parks or do this with a park or that with a park. What is it like working between city of Topeka, Shawnee County, technically different governments, but they all kind of have a similar goal? What's that like? Well, you know, uh, honestly, I, I am very aware and very cognizant of the situation that city council members find themselves in. Uh, they're representing citizens in their district, and sometimes those citizens have uh, concerns about a different park, and they'll come to that city council person who is kind of puts them behind the eight ball because they, like you said, I mean, they, the, the city of Topeka is not managing parks. They're going through us. so. What I've really tried to make an emphasis of since starting here is improving that relationship between our department and the city. And I think we've done that. I I feel like we've made a lot of improvements there. I don't think our department, Shawnee County Parks and Recreation, can be successful if we don't have a good relationship with the city, the neighborhood improvement associations, the neighborhood associations. Uh, it all that all plays a role, and and we've all got to work together for this to work. Mm-hmm. Well, then, generally, what's the process of I guess proposing a park improvement? And I know that can be a million things yeah. too. There's a broken slide, and you have to go to the commissioners for a request for to fix it. But like, if a county commissioner or a city council member is like, I want to do X, Y, and Z in a park, do they go straight to you? Like, what does that look like sure. for the people wondering? Well, they absolutely can come straight to me. I mean, anybody can come straight to me, uh, whether it's a city council member or it's a, it's a citizen. Um, you know, I, I try to make myself very uh, available to everybody, but uh, but yeah, we you know this, the county has a has a, some policies in place, so it depends on what we're talking about. If uh, you mentioned putting in a slide or something in a park, you know, depending on the cost, that's something we may be able to do if we think it fits into our master plan. It makes sense for the park. You know, all those things sort of have to play into it. Now, if you start talking about bigger ticket items, then yeah, it may involve uh, trying to, to decide where how we'll fund that project, going to the commission for approval, that sort of thing. But uh, but there are there are no bad ideas. I enjoy talking to folks, and I enjoy hearing what they'd like to have in their parks. And uh, and we and I think like like I said earlier, I think we've made a lot of progress. So uh, yeah, I, I encourage people to reach out. And then kind of touching back on, I know the Riverfront Park's been proposed, and then I've, I've even heard some talk about a Gage Park master plan. Like, I, I imagine those are probably on the county's radar. I also imagine they're probably a couple of years out. What's the process of someone trying to get that started? How do they go to you to talk about those things? Well, I mean, let's, let's talk a little bit about Gage Park master plan. So, uh, Way back in 2018, that seems like a long time ago, pre-pandemic, the department uh, was attempting to to hire some consultants to do a a master plan for Gage Park. I believe a master plan for Gage Park is much needed. Um, However, I think at this point, I'll be honest with you, when I leave this interview today, I'm going to a... uh, half-day charrette to talk about Gage Park Master Plan. Mm. So we're going to work on something internally, 
and at some point we'll present that to the commission and and uh, see what they think uh, but gauge park definitely needs a master master plan because uh, it's again I, I mentioned great overlistation being a landmark well gauge park how important is gauge park to the city of topeka i don't think i can quantify that so i feel like that's an important uh and, and that's an that's something that is on our radar that we need to accomplish sooner rather than later i feel like the parks and recreation department has a lot on their plate i know there's family park master plan which was approved but obviously there's still more work to do with family park We're talking about gauge park now riverfront park random people just kind of throwing in more park ideas what's it like trying to juggle all of these things at once knowing that there's like a million suggestions for 106 parks yeah. well you know i'd like to think that's maybe why i got the award <laughs> just, just kidding um it's it's exciting it's um it's it, by and large it's great to be honest with you i enjoy my job you know, I, I, I kid about the award, but I wouldn't have gotten that award if I didn't have great staff. You know, you're only as good as the as the people you surround yourself with. And I was fortunate to come into this job with a very dedicated, bright, enthusiastic group of people. So I rely on them a lot. You know, you're right. We do have uh, just a lot of things that we're trying to balance every day. Uh, all those things you're talking about, are a lot of those are big picture items. And, and the trick is to try to be able to accomplish those without um, forgetting about those things you have to take care of on a daily basis. You know, turf maintenance in parks. That doesn't sound, that, that's not something that's real sexy to talk about. But man, that's, that's, a, that's one of our biggest jobs is to make sure the turf is, looks good in these areas and have a plan. Uh, with 109 parks and, and I think close to 1,500 acres, you know, that doesn't happen without a lot of a lot of planning and a lot of uh, dedication so yeah there's a lot going on but uh, it's most of it's fun so when we're talking about her and I know some of these things are pretty early in the process but when we're kind of projecting out to the future and what park service could be here in yeah. Topeka the future does seem kind of bright but like what is the process of getting there how optimistic are you that these things could be done in X amount of years now I know some of these are not coming up around the corner they are years away but right. when we're talking about this kind of what what's the optimism there well i tell you i'm i uh i I've, i have staff tell me from time to time that i'm overly optimistic and uh and i probably am but i feel good about the opportunities that are out there and i know family park for instance i i don't think we can do this without talking at least a little bit about family park um you know, it's been a it's it, it it's been a rocky road, you know, to get where we are now. The the rolling out of that, um, and the way it was handled in retrospect probably wasn't the smoothest process. Um, but I feel uh, pretty passionate about how we we don't have a lot of amenities over there. We're not serving that area of the. Uh, we do have Midwest Health Aquatic Center. Um, we do have Cypress Ridge. I think it, it lends itself perfectly to creating something that really complements Lake Shawnee and Gage Park, which are our other two destination, you know, regional parks. I think it takes some of the pressure off of Gage Park if we could develop something at Family Park. Gage Park is, if you've been, I, I'm sure you've been to Gage Park on the weekend. 
And uh, with the zoo and everything else that we've got there, they're just we don't own the zoo, but with the zoo and the Discovery Center and the mini train and, and the carousel and, and all the playground equipment, that place is packed. So uh, I think we have a real opportunity to build something, to build some amenities that we don't currently see in Topeka. And, uh, and ultimately, it goes to what I believe Parks and Recreation does, which is, you know, uh, improve the quality of life for the people that live here. Mm-hmm. And it, we, Parks and Recreation attracts people to your community, and it keeps people in your community. And this, doing something like Family Park, I think goes a long way to accomplishing those goals. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it was a bit of a rocky road, and in retrospect, it could have been smoother. Are yeah. you talking about the... This like the committee process of getting it through the Parks and Rec Advisory Board is that what you were referring to? No, I think that um, you know we had a different commission at the time, a slightly different commission. Actually, uh, uh, um, at the very beginning, well, yeah, I think we just have one different commissioner now. Um, it it happened suddenly, you know, and 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 I think it was there. I think we. If we if we missed on anything, I think there should have been some more community engagement early on, you know, before we started the process. Now I will say that I think we've done a fabulous job of doing that through this master planning process. Uh, we and especially during the pandemic. I mean, it was so challenging to try to be able to reach out to people and make sure that they had a voice in what we were doing. And so uh, I think we've corrected some of those early errors, but. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm excited about the process and about what the future holds. And the master plan plan was approved, I think, a week or two ago. Although time stops, yeah, time's all been smashed thing. together. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean everything proposed in there is getting done. Is that just a guideline for the future? Or thank you for asking that. I, I appreciate you bringing that up because I, I do want to try to clarify that for folks. What the commission approved is a plan. It's just that. It's a plan. There was no funding sources identified. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you know, if we do nothing from this point forward, it's just a plan that's that's sitting on a shelf. We want to avoid that. So I have worked very closely with our advisory board. Um, they've been good partners throughout this this master planning process, and they've provided a lot of good uh, advice and direction. So. The last thing we did before we we turned this over to the commission and asked for their approval is we met with our advisory board to make sure they were on board and they also put together with our help uh, and the team from HTK Architects, uh, uh, they they put together their own proposal for a first phase and uh, so that is that is included in the in the plan and um, that's what we'll be doing next. Is trying to to identify a funding source and what what exactly we want to do in that first phase. Mm-hmm. And then I think the park has to be built in multiple phases, just because it could cost a lot, and you don't. I know that was one of yeah. the concerns from the communities. They yeah. saw, I think it was a thirty million dollar price tag. Right now, they're worried things would be forgotten. The phasing will prevent that. Is that kind of what you were saying? That is the goal. Correct. We, you know, this could take. Uh, you know, I said I was optimistic. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Uh, stupid, I guess. It's going to take you know. It's going to take many years to complete this plan, and uh, but we want to be we want to be strategic about what we do in that first phase so that we can try to um, give as many recreational opportunities to different age groups as we can with 
with what we do in that first phase. Mm-hmm. And then if anyone wants to learn a little bit more about Family Park, we have a couple articles on cjonline.com. You could probably also go to the Parks and Recreation Department's yeah. website. But just real briefly, last question on Family Park. I know one other concern was accessibility. We have talked about this before and it not being near bus stops. But I know that there was some method to the madness on why you all chose the location of Family Park. So I know people said they can't get to it because it's not near public yeah. transit, but why was that location picked? Well, it was it was called out in our master plan. That was that's why um, uh, the it, it, it's just an area that's underserved, um, and and again, as I mentioned earlier, I do think it's it provides that third regional or destination park, which uh, I think only improves our community. Mm-hmm. And then we've been talking about the future, but let's talk about the present. How comfortable? How satisfied are you right now with park service in Topeka? Shawnee County. Obviously, you just mentioned you'd like to get more services out towards that Urish and 21st area over on the west, but when you look at the parks you have, are you you comfortable with where the department's at? Well, we can always do better. I mean, we we strive, you know, here's what we do, Blaze. I mean, we we try to identify things that need to be done, uh, and then obviously safety and, and different things play into that. And then we try to accomplish those things, and then we start over. You know, we reevaluate. Where are we? And, and it's just a never-ending process. So we'll, we'll never be done. I mean, we'll never be in a situation where the parks are pristine and we don't need to do anything else. You know, it's always a process, and, uh, and it's always just about, quite frankly, um, prioritizing what, what needs to be done and when. Well, it looks like I've gotten through my list of questions here. I just want to make sure, is there any topic we haven't touched on that you'd like to get to before I let you go? Uh, there's probably a bunch, um, but I think, I think we've covered a lot of things. I, I, just, uh, I just want folks to know, like I said before, if they have questions or concerns, reach out to us. You know, we're open to ideas. We want to work with the community. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. Uh, we, we serve the community. So let us know. And... Uh, and I appreciate you bringing me on the mm-hmm. on the show here, and uh, the the uh, and I love talking about parks and recreation. So thanks for that opportunity. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks so much. That's going to do it for us here today. For more Capital City news, you can follow us on our social medias. We are at CJ Online on Twitter and the Topeka Capital Journal on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Blaze Mesa, and it's been an honor, a pleasure, and a privilege. I'll see you all next week.